Try Folgers, the mountain-grown coffee. Mountain-grown for better flavor. The stronger the grasp, the greater the distortion of perception and judgment. A hippie speedball is coffee and cannabis. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hippie Speedball Podcast, one of the best cannabis culture podcasts in the world. If you're listening on Spotify, hit that follow button. If you're listening on Apple, you know what to do. Go to them stars, go one, two, three, four, five, and then leave a little review. Say, hey, Joe, I like your show. It's pretty dope. And I want to see this person on the podcast sometime because I'm also really curious of like who people want to see on the show. They're like, oh, it'd be dope to hear you talk to this person, this person. Let me know who those fucking people are. Let's make it happen because in my eyes, nobody's really too big for me to reach out to and get on the show. Today on the show, I got a guy that I got connected with through my homegirl, Ren, who's going to be on a podcast that you're going to be hearing in the next couple of days. Uh, we got re- we got connected and she told me about this guy and she was like, he's inevitable. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> when I looked into him, he's freaking he's a model. He's getting in the NFT realm, the metaverse. He's popping up all over the place. He's got freaking homies that are popping up on no jumper and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm like, who is this guy? It's pretty cool. So we reached out. We've been in contact. So everybody, please welcome Sammy V to the Hippie Speedball podcast, buddy. Thank Thanks for rolling through, man. Cheers, it's good to cheers. meet you. Good to you, meet you, man. How you doing, bro? Hey, man. I'm living blessed, man. Hell yeah. I like that. I like the way you put that, man. That's what's up. Yeah, like I was telling in the intro, man, you do, you are a quite a renaissance man. You mean you, you are all over the place, bro. I mean, you're freaking doing so much stuff. Like I said, you're diving into the NFT realm. You're di- diving into the metaverse. You've done modeling and everything. Mm. And you've got a lot going on, a lot that we're going to be discussing for sure here on the podcast. But I, I, I need to start off with this. So people, I'm not going to lie. I'm coming in a little hot on this episode, uh, a little hot because I'm fucking pissed that I have a neighbor who we're not smoking on this episode, and that's mm. because I have a neighbor who decided to be a little cheese and fucking rat, and he apparently smelled mar- heavy marijuana smoke actually coming from the apartment, which is funny because when I read that it was heavy marijuana smoke, part of me was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like part of me wears that as a badge of courage, but this is the second time this fool has actually come up. At first, I was confused on which neighbor it was, but now I know exactly who this cheese and little fucking rat is. And luckily, he did go a second time. So now it confirmed who it was. If he would have not said anything, I wouldn't have known. I would have actually thought it was somebody else. Now we know where to leave the flaming bag of dog poop. Exactly. You know, well, this guy, he does Grubhub and DoorDash and stuff. It'd be a real bitch if one day he came out and all of his tires had the air let out of him. You know, that would suck. I mean, I know he's got a family to provide for. Yeah, speaking of, when this fucking guy moved into the apartment, I saw him... Like his girl was like like struggling to carry this super heavy box, and he's just standing there, not helping, not doing anything like that. And and gentlemen, if you are like this, you're a bitch. Fuck you. Like you're that the girlfriend. is no yes, offense. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So but women, if you're if you're a man, if you have a man that's like this, I'm sorry, you have a girlfriend. Okay, like that's not something that you do. I was about to freaking go outside and help him, and then my lady was like, no. Don't do that. Did he have matching Ugg boots on, too? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And you can just, oh, God, you can just tell that this guy's just beta as fuck. And it's just, it's so irritating how someone can just, like, like, oh, my God. Someone could just not go and talk to somebody like if you had if you had an issue with me you're gonna come to me like a fucking man and be like hey joe we have a problem we need to talk about this right it's respect exactly it's respect for yourself as well which people don't understand that's why i am a very some people might say confrontational i'm a very upfront i think i'm on the spectrum i've been accused i've been accused of the same shit people have called me confrontational and i say how is it confrontational if the problem needs to be confronted communicate like, the issue yes immediately. exactly like if you're saying like oh dude this is like i got like they're all of a sudden him and his lady are in the apartment like god it smells like weed in here hard let me see where it's coming from oh it's coming from down there let me go see if i can get him to close his window how does that not cross your mind but that just shows how big of a bitch this guy is my my friend just did that yesterday yes I'm on zoom with her yes She's in california oh it smells like weed from my neighbors oh where's joe oh He's passed out on his couch. There's a blunt there. Shut the door. Didn't even say anything. Shut yeah. the door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't yeah. even just leave just it like the I'm fuck used alone. To telling him, hey, your weed's getting in here. Shut the door. It's not a big deal. Exactly. Exactly. And then just deal with it that way. And it's just he fucking just went and told the fucking teacher about it. And I'm like, I mean, if you happen <laughs> to be listening to this, you Randall Weasel looking motherfucker, <laughs> you. I know exactly who you are. And and I'm fucking you are a bitch. That's what you are. You are a 
bitch for fucking doing that and not just coming to me directly. That's not P, man. That's exactly. Not okay, I need you to explain this to me. What is that? I've been seeing this all over the place. What is okay? That's not okay. P. Dive into the jargon. So I'm getting my feet with with it too. Okay. Okay. So it's just another colloquial right now. Like this is bull. This is cool. Okay. Um, I'm doing numbers. I'm pushing P. Oh, okay. Or okay. Your neighbor. My, I was smoking a fat blunt on a podcast the other day. My neighbor snitched on me about the smell. Bro, that's not P. Yeah, exactly. That is so not P. That's not P. Man. That's very okay. Cool. That's thanks for yeah. thanks for thanks for explaining to that. I appreciate sure. that. It's like that's that's not P at all, man. He is not P. Actually, no, no he is. He's a pussy. That's what ah, he is. He is <laughs> yeah, he is. he's not. That's not P. But he is a P. That's for fucking sure. Like and it's like no 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 actually no so p- pussies can actually take quite a beating they're actually pretty fucking rough Betty so white quote right there. exactly he, no he's testicles that's what he is he's balls because the little the slightest little flick and they fucking will jump up right into your stomach Ooh. yeah they were like okay. nope <laughs> <laughs> all the guys are like laughing their asses off right now <laughs> or all the people with testicles I should say anyway let's go let's go ahead and jump into this Sammy V on the Ooh, HSP yeah. but drinking coffee but not smoking tree it sucks man but hey well let's blaze up sometime soon yes, though for sure we're supposed like, to bring my edibles over for you which oh I that's right that's right so what we'll so. do is how about this how about we freaking do like um maybe like you know in the next like several weeks or something like that whenever we get a little update or something like that let's do one of the social clubs so we can just fucking just blaze the fuck up we can let's even like it. shoot some pool and shit like that let's get blunt buddies on here and yes do actually what's so fucking funny is i was just talking to blunt buddies that's a great segue let's go ahead and jump into that okay, so go. uh so blunt buddies for those that don't know is a pretty new company he seems like he's kind of just getting started just like getting his feet wet yeah i mean he's only got like 167 followers right now that's about to fucking change because like like, this guy, fuck, like, it's, he has these little stuffed animals that are literally, like, they're like, they're like little, like, pillow pets, but they're, like, stoners, and they're, like, little dudes with freaking blunts in their yep. mouths, and yep. shit, they have these gigantic blunts, and that's my favorite way to smoke, so that's amazing, shout out to it, Blunt Buddies. You know, it reminds me of that nostalgic, you know, those banana prizes at the fair had the dreadlocks and yes the, and the blood. yes yeah 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 yeah. i was yeah. like oh i gotta cop one of those i guess he's supposed to be like a little rusted ghost or something so okay. he's a ghost okay. i was wondering why he didn't have the legs yeah that's why. okay so that makes sense okay me. that's anyway. awesome and you know are you familiar with guap dad 4000 the artist uh i don't think so no he's a bait artist uh he kind of had a little buddy like that too Mm. And I saw that that was kind of taken off for him. But then I hopped on and saw this guy in the jumper on the episode. I was like, these are freaking cool. Nice. <laughs> these are freaking cool. Hell yeah. And he's got so many fans around the world just rocking these on his stories all the time, mm-hmm. creating such a community out of it. I just thought that's a super cool thing. I want to get behind this and for real. take his thing another step. Mm-hmm. That's so, what I was thinking too, man. Like if I have any ability to try to boost it up because I'm going to be blasting this over the can of fam. More people are about to buy these shit like i have a feeling he could probably have like a booth at the g4 live event in vegas yeah because like that would be fucking sick people would buy the shit out of these because they have this one there that they actually they have these um have you seen those pillows that look like nugs yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. like they have those at the g4 live event so like it would make total sense for blunt buddies to be there so it, it I'm, i want to get one custom made like myself that's what i want <laughs> like i want to make okay. i want to get one that looks like me <laughs> like that okay. would be dope like to, especially if he decides to start adding arms and shit to it like almost like a casper kind of feel like keep like the arms yeah, but like you know like, like the, yeah, yeah yeah it's like but make it my leather jacket my studded jacket okay. that i have <laughs> that's what i want Ooh. i want it to be wearing my little studded jacket <laughs> have the little green sleeve on it and shit. dude have those <laughs> For the podcast to have one chilling right oh i'm there. so gonna Dude. have one in the studio like absolutely like that's gonna be in the background all the time it's gonna be like have it wear a little like ray-bans with a blunt sticking out <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, that would be fucking sick okay. and i'm gonna have i'm gonna have him on the show actually we've already we've already scheduled the episode yes. and it's gonna be done via distance because he's over in baltimore yeah and so uh but then apparently he says he's he comes out to oregon like every once in a while and he'll be here in like the he'll be here in the spring and summer so we're gonna do an episode at the social club so that's just happens it's so funny you happen to mention him whenever i brought up a social club (laughs) that was a thought connection right there so uh, let's go ahead and dive into i want to i want to start off with your kind of uh before we dive into your business ventures and all that kind of stuff i want to talk about your genesis of your experiences with cannabis so let's go ahead and start at the very first time man so tell me about your very first experience with cannabis oh man 
Whew. My first time smoking weed was actually out here in Oregon. Nice. Um, I moved out here from Columbus, Ohio, actually. Mm. And um, yeah, I moved out here in my tail end of high school. I think I was like 17. Mm. Yeah, I'm 17. And I uh, connected with some friends out here. I'd never really been into that or thought about cannabis mm. because in the East Coast, uh, at the time, you know, cannabis might as well be cocaine. So yeah. It might as well be a Schedule One substance. Yeah, super and hard stigma. And it's so expensive, you know, back in the days before, you know, we could go to the store and buy weed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a dub was 60 bucks back there. That's so I didn't even crazy. touch it. I didn't even touch it. Yeah, I don't blame you. And so, I wouldn't start either. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, met some friends out here, obviously. One thing led to another. Smoke this weed, man. Try this out. It'll, it'll level you out, Mr. ADD. I'm like, I don't know. Okay, I'll try it. I'll try it. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm like on the ground, laying with this person's dog, petting the dog, just like having the best time, just talking to all these people. And dude, the, the giggles, the laughs, it was the stereotypical, like, I'm nice. the boss of the wall. Hell yeah. From then on, started buying my own, fell in love with it, mm. just... Um, honestly, I think AD, it really cured my ADD. Mm-hmm. Cause that was actually the next question I was going to ask. So, um, what, what does it do for you? Like what is, what, how does cannabis change you? What makes it such a positive aspect in your life? So for me, um, I'm pretty opposite. Most people, I try to smoke sativa only because mm-hmm. it really helps me slow down. Well, you're naturally hyper anyway. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm right. totally the same way. But most people, regular people will say, you know, Sativa's just gonna get me amped up and stuff. I just feel like more meticulous and mm-hmm. slow down and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I never liked the feeling of Adderall or any of that being super different. I feel and the come down all that. And so mm-hmm. when I was able to smoke weed and really find a natural option, I was all for that. Hell yes! And I really <laughs> <laughs> fucking cat, cat just doing parkour. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, parkour. <laughs> this episode is lit. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. You were oh, saying, man, we can get him some weed too. I know, right? <laughs> so the sativa is kind of more balance you yeah. out, yeah, yeah. And, and the I'm indica, the same way. Like, if I smoke indica, man, like I can hear my hair growing. Yeah, like, I start freaking out. I'm too in my head. See, like, I, I don't no. get like I don't get like too like antsy on indica, but I do get like um, I I I do love smoking indica because I'm just a classic Kush guy. That's honestly okay. my favorite strain. And so it, I I love me a good indica, but lately I've been just getting really fucking sleepy on it. Like you know, and I know I know that's pretty much what a lot of indicas do and shit. But lately more so. Like if I if I smoke indica before I go to bed, I sleep way too fucking hard like i sleep way too hard and i I sleep actually sleep better if i don't smoke before i go to bed as weird as that sounds like if i don't smoke i actually end up going to bed earlier too it's weird because weed kind of like keeps me up i was gonna say next do you still have dreams uh sometimes yeah not not i mean like if i when i quit smoking i usually have the stereotypical dreams like for the the, you know kind of like the little coming down detox period whenever it's leaving your system but i mean I don't really have like crazy dreams or anything like that. No, like, I mean, not, not normally at every once in a while, but when I do have the detox period, I have them, you know, like, yeah, yeah. it's, they it can get pretty fucking vivid too, to the point where it's like, I'm feeling like I'm literally living in it and shit. Yeah. Do you ever have a reoccurring dream? Um, not really. You never I had any reoccurring dreams? I, the last reoccurring dream I had was when I was like, like six or seven. Mm. I had this dream that, Hey Arnold was trying to kill me. And it was like, <laughs> I hope this makes it in the episode. <laughs> of course it's going to, bro. So, I don't edit out hardly anything. <laughs> and I can cuss in here, right? Hell yeah. Okay, cool. So I had this fucking dream that, hey, Arnold's trying to kill me. And it was like in the cartoon, like like full animation me and everything. And there's like the lightning. And I was like running through these doors down hallways was, or uh, alleyways. And it was raining. Like it was like the streets on Hey Arnold yeah. and shit. And then Helga would get me against this fence <laughs> and she would like get her arms under, uh, under, uh, like around my arms and shit, pulling me back. And then Hey Arnold's about to just stab me with the knife. And oh then shit. That's crazy. Monkey man didn't come save you no. or a stoop and kid the, okay, didn't pop in. That's another one. <laughs> I had nightmares about the monkeys and wizard of Oz for a long time. Like I, I can was, see that. I, I can, cool I can totally see that. Do you know who I'm really want? You know who would make a really good remake of the wizard of Oz. And I think it would be, go ahead. Uh, Jordan Peele. That would be fucking dope. 
that would be, be scary. Real, that hell. would be scary as fuck. Yeah. But what I was actually thinking, and this would be a great send off for his career, is uh, Tim Burton. If Tim yeah. Burton did a really great remake of The Wizard of Oz, he could fucking kill it. Yeah. Imagine Helena Bonham Carter as the Wicked Witch of the West, and then obviously Johnny Depp would be the Scarecrow. Yeah. Okay. How dope would that be? Out already. Oh yeah. Okay, you got a oh, script yeah. somewhere, huh? Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wish that would be cool. I just slip it down to Tim Burton, or I think a really good send off for him in his career would be if they actually did a live action Nightmare Before Christmas. Dude, I just have a great idea for you. You write that script, you make an NFT, and you go pitch it to him. He reads the first copy, has to buy it, and you're in business. One Boom. Way or there we go. That's a Let's great go. idea, bro. <laughs> That's a great idea. So, yeah, you're freaking diving all into the NFT realm, man. Yeah, These, man. So everybody's been hearing about NFTs. NFTs are really popping up everywhere. So let's try to give people a rough explanation of what an NFT actually is. Right. So what the heck is NFT? So NFT stands for non-fungible token. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, most typically you'll hear about a piece of art um specifically lately there's a lot of cartoons of these uh chimpanzees or apes going around and they're selling for thousands of dollars right mm-hmm. um or you'll hear about you know Tory Lanes he had a NFT project for his fans for each of his songs were a single NFT so a fan could buy it for XYZ dollars in Ethereum or Polygon token what have you and they potentially could make more money. So what an NFT is, a non-fungible token is basically a, a digital piece of GIF, artwork, music, um, potentially soon physical things as well mm. that are associated with a series of numbers in the blockchain. Mm. And so... And the blockchain is... The blockchain. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> so, you know, you have, you know, Bitcoin. Bitcoin has its own blockchain. It is a computer bank thing itself. Because yeah. it seems like blockchain is like almost like, it's like a public bank transaction system yes. where everybody can see where every single digital coin has been traded and moved. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so all an NFT is, is one single sequence of those numbers associated with one thing. And so it adds more authority and individuality and I guess security to know that your asset, there's only one of a kind of it. It can't ever be faked again or or copied. It's associated with that set of numbers. So if I could put that for a better example, like imagine you wanted to a, a life insurance policy mm. for yourself. You wanted to write yourself, make sure it was secure, didn't want it around your house or at a bank or anything or even on a computer. It's safe in code format forever. <laughs> it's the most secure piece of information for anything you associate it with so i think a lot of people see that but really uh, what's so attractive about it for a lot of people besides that part is the opportunity for artists for the first time to not necessarily have to go to galleries or uh, try so hard to get their artwork out there Mm. and people are actually getting to set the rates they want for pieces of art you know, like nothing could be copied. There's only one of a kind. And the exciting thing about it for me is now we're in this new atmosphere where everyone has the opportunity to equally put their artwork out there and, and, and get those prices. But at the same time, you know, with the NFTs and this metaverse thing we're heading into, we're stepping out of the Internet as we know it now, which is Web 2, mm-hmm. meaning... Uh, let me go back. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bust it down and and not get too nerdy, so I can. It's okay talk you, to the old heads. If you get nerdy, because luckily I'm I'm totally following you, so I'm able I'll be able to help like you know break things down if people get confused and stuff. Okay. So I got okay. you, I yes. got you, bro. You be as nerdy as possible. I can follow this. Thank you. Yeah, I've been studying complex math so I can get more into like quantum physics and shit like that. I love so that stuff. so interested, in that. dude. Me too. So right? interested. I've been such a geek about quantum mechanics and shit lately. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have fun. Okay. Most definitely, right? So, Salute. Salute. Um, so this whole metaverse, Web3, we're in Web2. Back into it. <laughs> Web2, where we are now is Facebook, you know, your um, Etsy. Uh, Web2 basically means users can put their sort of thumbprint onto already made systems like mm-hmm. Facebook and, and those kind of things. You have your own profile. Um, you can add music from somewhere to it. You know, you're adding your pictures to it. Um, and then what we're moving into is Web3. Web3 is where people have kind of decided, I want to advertise without having necessarily 
Google or mm. my artwork, my this or that. I want to encode or encrypt my own website without having to buy a domain name. It, Web3 is just the beginning of being more physically hands-on as the human species and I guess really actually inside the metaverse, mm-hmm. as, as they say. Okay. Um, I guess to back it up, to go back in time, we started out at Web1. Web1 was like... Um, do you remember AOL and the instant messaging IM? Most definitely. And I the mean, people that don't know what we had to go through with that dial-up <laughs> shit. For how old are you? I never asked. Um, I'll, I'll let you guess. That's always, that's always a fun Well, one. you're talking about AOL. You mentioned Hey Arnold. So yeah. obviously you were a kid in the 90s. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. my favorite. You're probably, my guess, 30, 31. That's nice. No, I'm 28. 28? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm 31, so like that's okay. the shit I grew up with. Yeah. So like, my I brothers was, are, I, my, my oldest brother's like 10 years older than me. So, oh, okay, okay, so nice. So I have that Hell depth yeah. of Okay, yeah, so yeah, time. we easily would have been in high school together. That makes a yeah. lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, for those that don't know, the hell we had to go through with that AOL Instant Messenger. So it's like, imagine, so anytime, for those that are, for those youngins listening, like... <laughs> Anytime, like anytime, you ever want to go online, you literally just have to pick up your phone, boom, and you're online. You can look up anything you want, anytime, anywhere. What we had to do is before cable internet, you had to not be on the phone unless you were rich and you had two phone lines, which we did not have. Like we did not have. Oh yeah, that's Gizmo. He's amazing. And um, oh yeah, he's he loves people and pets. He's actually he likes to be held like a baby. Like he likes to be cradled like this, and then rub his chest, and he'll actually take his hands and then like hug your arm and like pull it towards him. I'll show you in a melting second whenever he comes over. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty amazing. But like, yeah, I just imagine not being able to be on the phone so you can go on the internet, and then whenever you pick up the phone, it's like me. Never forget forget sneaking into the the family room for the computer. You know, like everyone back then, like there was just like this one computer per family. Yep. And it was just like this coveted spot, like its own hutch. Yes. Lots of sibling fights and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It was the China cabinet of the house, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But you would like sneak in there just to look at like a girl in a bikini. It would be like, mm, yeah, take like 20 minutes to see one picture. Yeah. On the internet and then it would then. download like one pixel at a time. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> then, that it, was Web one, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> that was, you know, there was only a select number of emojis, I believe, out there. If we no, we didn't have those for a while. That was almost Web two. Mm-hmm. So basically, Web one was there's a set template for everyone. This is what you get. Mm hmm. Um, between web one and two, which is where we are now was MySpace, And, mm. um, you know, remember when you could put like, um, like custom code into your MySpace? Oh yeah, most definitely. Isn't that weird? We were all doing code. Yeah. Like, isn't that crazy that we were all doing that? Like, yeah. I remember that's when I learned about embedded codes. Like, you know, <laughs> I felt like I was in the matrix. Like, I, I was lit boy. I was charging some of my friends how to do other things for them. That's amazing. Like, I was hustling. That's, that's clever. <laughs> I do. I wish I was because I was just teaching people. I fucking I could have easily made fucking money because I was really good at it, too. I was able to change the fucking the colors of the borders and the font yeah. and everything. Like I was able to get like really intricate. I'd be like, hey, do you want snowfall on your page? <laughs> I could like add that shit. That's so weird. I didn't even think about like. That that knowledge was almost like ripped from us. It feels yeah. like how we were all yeah. doing code, and we could all be millionaires right now if we would have just kept going about it. Like that's fucking crazy. I was to think literally about. just looking at jobs for Meta or for Facebook this mm. morning. Like hmm, maybe I'm still <laughs> still have something to offer. <laughs> yeah, no. right. No, probably <laughs> not, dude. Cool. Well, I mean, honestly, if you were to take probably a course, you could probably learn how to code pretty quickly. I mean, I if, mean, if you really, truly wanted to, if that's where your heart was desiring to go. I mean, over 2020, I taught myself to code and uh, make a crypto with uh, our company Spiderweb Club. Mm-hmm. Over a few months, was able to program a BP. That's amazing, that bro. Cool. Hell yeah, I like, dude. I guess it's possible. It wasn't that hard. You mm-hmm. know? Um, so Web2, let's, let's jump back two. into that. Yeah. So MySpace, right when we started coding and mm-hmm. putting the embedding, that was it. That was kind of the takeoff where people like, okay, so people got to, how we say, um, personalize things more. Mm. You weren't stuck on the templates of web one. Mm. And now 
they're like, okay, well, we got Facebook, we have these things, you know, we have photos, we have Instagram. I wish I could go back in time and be the guy that made Instagram. Like, hey, I know, right? Make a photo collage. Exactly. Like, and, and people will love you for sharing mm-hmm. your life. Exactly. I didn't download Instagram for probably two or three years after it came out. Oh, I really? Like, nah. I didn't download Instagram until like a year ago. <laughs> High five. All right. Cool. I bet I was off social media for a very long time. <laughs> a very, very long time. It's, I'm kind of like just learning about a lot of this shit and stuff. Like, I missed all the trends. I missed all of that stuff. Like, I don't know any of that. I'll see like a video from like years and years ago that already circulated millions of times, but I've, it's my first time watching it. <laughs> I'm like an old man. Yeah. <laughs> No, I get that, man. I, I've stayed off. I, it's just that, you know, it's not wanting to change and not wanting to be stuck with the trend sometimes. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and I've always been very just kind of, I don't know, my, my natural personality has always been very against the grain. Like, mm-hmm. I've just always been that kind of person, you know, and it, it, it's not really just it's not on purpose it's just usually there's a lot of things that people are into and i'm like who gives a shit like i mean i'm just i hate it because like a lot of people are like this is so cool i'm like not really like yeah. and i'm just like yeah. man i mean that's why i'm still like, like be polite but you know yeah that's why i'm still like really into like 90s hip-hop and yeah. that's why i have a big i have a big you know passion for uh like rappers who are lyricists you know and actually really like put a lot of effort and thought into their words and stuff like that you know it's yeah. because it's I, we, we come from that era like we yeah. come from the people that would sit there with a notebook and a comp book and just bust out words all fucking day long just bar after bar after bar after bar and then you have these ones that are just you know it's just like what the like, fuck do are do we that? doing yeah like you know and it's and i've just i've never i don't know i've always just been that way and i hate it too like i really wish i could be into a lot of the things that people are like for instance game of thrones never gave a shit did not okay. care okay um walking dead most people gave it the first season didn't fucking like it i did not like the walking Unpopular dead opinion I agree with you. Yeah, it's, I agree with you. I mean, that. also I, I, when I was, and it comes from a spot too, like a little bit of, I'm not a little bit of jadedness too, because just to be hundred percent honest, because I was always the guy who was like watching zombies, horror movies, like I was always into that shit, and then people thought I was like weird. Like I used to watch mm-hmm. black and white movies. I used to watch old shit. Me and my friend, we used to get ripped on our lunch break. And then we would watch Mystery Science Theater 3000. We would watch freaking old Vincent Price movies, Night of the <laughs> Living Dead. We would watch all these really old movies. Yeah. And that was like our thing. And then people were like, wow, you actually watch that shit? And now they're all the same ones that are like, oh, here's my zombie survival plan. I'm like, you, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, and then I was, when I watched The Walking Dead, it was cool. Like, and I was like, it just wasn't, I wasn't itching to watch anymore. I yeah. watched the first season. I'm like, okay, this is exactly. Yeah. Exactly what it's going to do. These people are going to go from point A to point B, run into a group of people. They're going to have problems with these people. They're going to go from point A to point B, yeah. run into these people. The zombies are going to evolve somehow. It's, it's zombie <laughs> lost. Yes, exactly. Well, it's zombie well put. Lost. Well fucking put. I need to put like a studio audience right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah the <laughs> like just a gigantic like studio audience clapping and cheering Don't and shit. Don't you hate it when you ruin something for yourself and you're like, I just figured it out and it sucks. Yeah, like yeah, hundred percent, dude. When I finished watching Avatar, I remember I left the movie theater and I was like, this was just future Pocahontas. I was going to say, it's Pocahontas. That's all it is. Like, <laughs> it's Pocahontas. <laughs> What's really crazy about Avatar is James Cameron had that written before Titanic. Yeah. He had that wanting to be made for a long time. I want to get in his head. I would love to have James Cameron on the podcast. That would be crazy because I grew up watching Terminator. So, yeah. like, I fucking love. They have Terminator 2 on Netflix right now. I'm about to watch that yeah. shit soon. I love. Yeah. That's one of the only film series, in my opinion, that the sequel is better than the original. Do you like the whole franchise? Uh, I haven't seen Genesis and I mean, okay. and Salvation was pretty cool, Okay, but like uh, I've, I've seen one through Salvation, but I haven't seen Genesis. And I think there was another one that came out after that. Wasn't there? I think so. Last one I saw was. It wasn't Genesis. It was the other revelation i think it's revelation yeah, yeah i think that's that the next awesome. one mm-hmm. okay yeah that one was dope it sucked because they uh for terminator genesis they actually wanted to bring back edward furlong uh the original john connor but he was just you know just all fucked up still like he's just trying to get his shit yeah. together i really hope he does because i feel like that actor has a lot of potential i've seen other movies he's done and i was like i love edward furlong and when i was a kid i wanted to be john connor so bad like I mean... I, like because for those that don't know this kid just freaking steals credit card information goes to the arcade with his buddy 
buddies and rides dirt bikes around Los Angeles with a boombox. Like, what kid would not want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> they're in like those little those like uh, those canals in Los Angeles that they have. Uh-huh. And they freaking they're he's just like riding fucking dirt bikes trying to get away from the fucking Terminator that's chasing him in a semi truck. And then the fucking the machine pops up on his motorcycle with a shotgun, boom, and starts doing his shit. Such a badass fucking it's still movie. Unreal content, like yeah. Yeah, for real, dude. It's it's so good. It's so fucking good. I love those movies and the from the ones I've seen, like I said, but I haven't watched the other two, the no. latest two. But James Cameron would be dope to have because when he was developing Avatar, like I said, he he had wrote it before Titanic, but he wanted to make it before then, but the technology didn't exist. And so he literally had to invent his own technology to make Avatar. Like which is like, whoa. I mean, yeah, it's like it's Pocahontas, but damn, did yeah, some work go yeah. into that? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. it's I mean, crazy. The previews for this new one are look pretty good too. I haven't even watched the previews for the new one. Actually, oh, looks pretty good. Man. Can you pull the mic a little closer? Man? Yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. Does it look pretty good? Yeah, that's what's up, man. So, how did we go from Web two into where we're going into now? So, is the metaverse going to be Web three? The metaverse is Web three, and I think. I think it's a little past that too. I think we're in a kind of weird stage mm-hmm. of society and, and the technology. Mm. I think the best thing for technology was this whole pandemic. Yeah. It really pushed the boundaries on. You're right. We need communication this right. way. We need to monetize things this way. Oh my freaking bank. Hey, by the way, fuck you, U S bank, which is also a catch 22 because a lot of these tech companies are tied up with the billionaires and the politicians and shit like that. So it's like, they made a fuckload of money at the same time. And then it's like, so there's, there's like a catch 22 because you have all these corrupt people that made so much money, but our technology like advanced so high, but everything comes at a cost. I think that was kind of like going back to what you were saying earlier about kind of feeling like introverted away from what everyone else is doing. Like, fuck you, Mm -hmm. you know, the man and everything too. Mm -hmm. This is, this whole industry with the crypto to the metaverse has shown people that we don't have to necessarily rely on banks. We can Isn't be that a beautiful? I love it. Um, I love it because why I'm do kind I of like one percent in my account for giving you freaking money. Yes, and exactly. All this stuff. Yes. Um, you know, you can diversify your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, if you choose to use online services for your finances instead of using banks and credit unions, you can actually turn off, like you know, with like um, fucking uh, overdraft fees and yeah. stuff like that. A lot of banks will not give you that option. No. They say they will, but they, they said, won't. Yeah, like you know, oh, yeah. my freaking, I had uh, a certain major bank, and um, we'll call them Lock Bank, and so <laughs> uh, I had Lock Bank. And they were supposedly had my my overdraft protection, stuff like that, and made it so I can't make a transaction if I don't have enough in my account. No. Like, it says it on the app that it's turned on. Yeah. And I went into the locations several times saying, hey, fix this because you guys are fucking overcharging me all the time. So how did you get around to them giving you the information you need to get there? Because uh, they love to dance around that. They, 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 ended, up, they ended up never to. fixing it. So my freaking account went in the hole a bunch, and then they just ended up closing it. So I'm like, you fuckers. And I was just like, I fucking told you so much. Turn this shit off. So that's what <laughs> like, I don't like. That's like, why I'm here. Yeah. Exactly, dude. And that's why I actually just recently started switching to all online banking. Yeah. Like, that's all I do now. Like, I mean, all so, I have is Chime now and Cash App. Yeah, I have Cash I mean, App, PayPal, Venmo. Venmo. I use my bank for my credit card. That's what, by the way, tip now. The only reason you need a bank is to just increase your credit card. I just have a savings account. I have my credit line. and just put money into that. Ooh, yeah. So it just automatically pulls it right out of there. Clever. You'll always need credit for things. I think, who knows, maybe in like 10 years or less, we won't need necessarily credit for everything. Credit will be, I think credit's going to evolve. I I think think that's exactly. I think as we get into crypto and as we get into the metaverse and as we start going in this direction, I think the whole concept of credit's going to evolve. Hopefully not to the point like it is like in China where you have this social credit score and then there's like this whole fucking black mirror. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hopefully. I was afraid of. Mm -hmm. I definitely had those fears. I also think that a lot of us, I think more of us don't want it to happen though. So I have a good feeling about those of us that will actually speak up against it, you know, and say like, hey, don't let it go to this slippery slope. You know, it's like, like keep it on the cat because like i said these like these like we were talking about earlier these fringes are just very very loud but they're very very small like there's more of us than there is them yeah so eventually whenever it comes down to it like the uh the newest um mandate that they tried to pass for the vaccine the supreme court's like nope 
<laughs> they were like, we're not doing that. Yeah. Like, and I was like, cool, because I'm not vaccinated. And it's like, I don't want any, I don't think that people should be forced to be. Like, if no, you want to no, be, no, no. go for it. And they've already proven, this is what's fucked up. They had a, um, the CDC came out in August, in August, and they confirmed and said, the vaccine will not help the spread of the virus. Like they already said themselves, listen, guys, you can still transmit it. So it's like, mm-hmm. are you, so are you vaccinated? I am. Okay. So you're vaccinated. I'm not. The only person that's at risk right now is me. So shouldn't it be my choice to put myself in said risk? It's right. like, what right. the fuck? So it, it right. just proves right there that it's just all about division. It's just all about divide and conquer. And my thing and there is, needs to be more conversations a, a, like this. It took me a long time to get around to getting the vaccine because mm-hmm. I was completely against it. Yeah. I mean, there's it's, it's black people for one. There's a huge history in America. Tuskegee yeah. experiments. <laughs> I was going to say, go Tuskegee anybody? Yeah. Um, <laughs> distrustful, sure. Um, and, yeah. you know, they loved going, oh, let's go to the to communities that are most in danger elderly and black people so you want to cut us off first i was like hell no i'm not gonna take this shit right and that they've proven that it's been uh it's caused sterilization in certain people too like in a, a really big percentage of people that have taken it like yeah. i think it I was didn't the, know that. i was uh, waiting for those i think it was the moderna i think it was okay. the moderna or the pfizer but it was one of them but like one of them got into think, a lot of trouble because I think, well, I think it was the moderna as well but um Don't did you see moderna's me. did you see moderna's stock since the pandemic no. I got to show this to you. I should be trading that. I'm trading and, Johnson & Johnson. Are you? Yeah. Did you buy it before the pandemic? I'm, I I uh, trade. Um, I'm a scalper, so I trade like 30-second, two-minute intervals, so I could just hop in trades and hop out. I don't really sit on stocks or anything like oh, that. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. It's you kind of just, just like, you kind of like a day trader kind yeah, of style? Okay. Quick quick in, quick out. I think that's a smaller you. margin of risk. So I can't put it, but look at So as of... Let's say so as of November 1st, 2019. So right before the end of uh, 20, 2019. Actually, no, fuck it. We'll just go January 10th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So January 10th, 2020, it was $19.14 a share. Now look where it's at $204. Is that crazy? Wow. And that was just you just see that gigantic fucking spike up there yeah. and everything. It's it's crazy. But and, and I feel like it's even more of a scam because the CDC keeps rolling out these, you know, we've got this Omarion variant or, or yeah, the, yeah, the Omicron. <laughs> Omicron. Yeah. Omarion. Uh, <laughs> Omarion. We've, got, <laughs> we've got, you know, it's like they're rolling out new strains of weed all the time. I know, right? Exactly. And it's 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 fucking crazy because like they like like we were saying that they um about like the mandates and stuff and the um the how sorry I wanted to jump back to what we were talking about about how like it wasn't trustworthy because of the Tuskegee experiments mm-hmm. and stuff like that but um they yeah you're right they they're rolling out these new fucking strains all the time they're just moving the goalposts they're just yeah. constantly moving it yeah. until they get exactly what they want you know and then they'll end up taking the the ones who are unvaccinated and then trying to push them away from everybody who's vaccinated so it causes more and more division now they're trying to say like that in certain countries that they're actually fining the unvaccinated saying if you're not the vaccinated you have to pay a certain amount per month that's extortion that's fucking extortion and then there's people like that were like i support this and I'm like, motherfucker, I like that know. is so do, fucked no, up. That is a hundred percent extortion. That's what that is. Like, and it's like, I mean, like, like if I were to go to you and say, hey, you need to fucking take this. And every month that you don't, you have to pay me a fee. And they're like, fuck, I would go to prison for extortion. Yeah. Like, okay, that's, that's exactly <laughs> no. what that is. It's like, go fuck yourself, dude. But there's a, there's enough people that are going to be like, no. No, yeah. I'm not doing this. I like how most like the um, a lot of people don't give a fuck about the masks anymore, which is pretty no. funny. No, like, <laughs> I mean, if, if you go down to the valley like Corvallis or basically anywhere south of Portland, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Unless exactly. You're at the coast, you know, well, honestly, even towns, a lot of parts of Portland, know. even out here, uh, freaking out here in Oregon City, no one gives oh, yeah. a fuck. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, no, no one oh, gives a oh, fuck. Oh, it's funny. I'll wear my mask and, you know. In Portland, but I'll come out here and quack with some little old ladies to give me a dirty look in Whole Foods. And oh, really? <laughs> Those bitches. <laughs> see, I see. If you want to go for it, honestly, I'll go in there and I'll see how long it'll be until someone tells me to put it on. Like I'm waiting for someone to like start filming me and try to shame me. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, what's up, man? I'm Joe from the Hippie Speedball Podcast. You can find it everywhere you get podcasts every week. Do you realize you. how much my fucking listeners will go up? They were like, "I love this guy." <laughs> it's like it's a little bit of punk rock, a little bit of hip hop, fucking. 
appreciate it. Hippie Speedball Podcast, all about balance. That's what we do. Thank Bing you bong. for the free advertising, buddy. I appreciate it. I hope this goes viral. <laughs> Go I mean, like, fuck don't yourself. Get me wrong. I, I know this virus is it's real. Uh, yeah, I, I've I caught know, it. Like, I caught I've it. Definitely had it. Yeah, I confirmed positive. Like, like I'm one of the statistics. Choice. Like, I had a contact tracer call me and ask me who you've been uh, around and shit. Like, you that have an was. IPhone? Uh, no, no, I have an Android. Okay. Yeah, I actually got old school Android. My battery comes out of the phone. Like, I got, like, CIA status. Dude, it's pretty dope. That, the the um, tracers. Like, I didn't know my iPhone updated last year. I think it was, like, after March. Mm-hmm. And they had this contract tracing thing that's just on for everybody when the yep. phone's updated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was like, it, it would take the government shit to do shit. Dude, right? Like, it's crazy. And yeah. it's just, like, and it's it's insane. And, like, they have... um uh whenever yeah i had the contact tracer call me and shit like that and like yeah the virus is definitely real it is for sure but like they also said in the beginning that masks won't do anything and now they're saying that masks do and now they're saying oh only if you're vaccinated right. you don't have to wear a mask and i'm like but it also still spreads the transmission or like you don't need to see whatever mask you just need this This honestly feels like and... straight up like gaslighting this feels yeah. like what like an emotionally abusive spouse would do to somebody <laughs> like you know like i feel like we're all just getting emotionally <laughs> fucked up <laughs> they're just like what do you want me to do <laughs> It's just, it's fucking it, it's getting crazy man i'm over it i'm over it. it it's insane because my 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 political views are definitely becoming a lot more anarchistic the older i get because i'm just like none of this shit works none, none of, of this shit believable. works none of it no nobody is for us that is getting paid out by big banks yeah um well and also yeah, over the last year was the largest wealth transfer mm-hmm. in american history like and all these people just got massively, massively wealthy. Well, there was just another huge dump I was seeing. I think it was last week. Mm. Um, what's his name? Uh, there were several lists of senators that came out have just been switching money over all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah, uh, hmm. yeah. See, exactly. And what's really happen. funny is um, just this morning they announced that. Um, the there's like three or four different testing centers here around Portland that are getting shut down and getting investigated by the Department of Justice. And false numbers. And- I don't know what it's for. Um, but then uh, and then at the same time, they just had a, a bunch of wall like there's like a Walgreens that they're completely like they're like closed or something like that because they're a bunch of people in the pharmacy happen to be the pharmacy all tested positive for covid. Nobody else. Just the pharmacy, the place where you go get covid tests. Right. So they're they don't have any more at home tests and they're slowly going to be shutting down the testing that you can actually go get. And then this is how they're going to for- make this spread a little more. <laughs> like, I think they're going to end up being like uh, they're just going to end up fucking, you know, basically this is kind of going to be like the slow force for people to be like, hey, you're going to get vaccinated. Life's going to be a living hell I if de- you don't I definitely feel like there's a controlled burn operation. Going yes, exactly. On. It's all a controlled burn. That's yeah. all it is. And what's really funny is they think that we're all blind to it, especially like when they throw their like little elite parties and they have the people serving the food wearing masks, but not the people in attendance. Like it's yeah. rules for thee, but not for me. Did you see the the pictures of the Met Gala yeah. of all the politicians that were there? Yeah. None of them wearing masks, but they had literally people carrying their dresses wearing masks. Yeah. Like what kind of like fuck this? Like it's just like it's so like oh my god. And also like I I would come from like you know I listen to a lot of punk rock and stuff, so I come from like that. So I've never trusted the government with anything. Mm-hmm. So this all stunk from day one in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. you know, and it's it's weird because like I get that yeah it's FDA approved. Now now but it's like how are you going to approve a non-fda how are you going to try to push a non-fda approved vaccine but i can't sell my tomato sauce unless it's fda approved right what <laughs> like how, how does that work it's like oh you can dance around it but i'm gonna go to jail if i do right. people love my fucking tomato sauce you well, know i think a lot of people also don't realize that fda is fda is fucking gangster a lot of people don't know that they literally have set the <laughs> the trends for what to eat since yep. forever. Yep, we exactly. wasn't eating bacon until as popularity until like I think it was like the fifties or sixties. The mm-hmm. FDA was like, "Oh, we have all this pork. Well, let's cut some pork bellies. We're gonna feed it to people." And you started seeing mm. baking season commercials. Mm. Um, I think it was Wendy's or McDonald's were one of the first to do a live. You're right. They have a lot that. of power. They have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. The food pyramid changes all the time. A lot of people, yes, man. What's on the food pyramid? 
they're still giving you textbook answer from 2005. It's changed so many times mm-hmm. since then. Um, yeah. From other countries that, you know, we don't want something from our GDP of, of normal sources of food. We offshoot shoot to them. Mm. Um, it's super powerful. Yeah. It's super powerful. A little too much power. Yeah. A little too like much. To <laughs> no, for sure. Right. And that's why I try to stick with like, you know, just kind of like regular, like holistic foods, yeah. you know, like that's why you look at, look at my fucking spice. Rack. I know. I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I saw that. I do look around people's kitchens for the spices. So props, nice. Oh props. yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. You're appreciate invited to the cookout, that. So. What's that? You're invited to the cookout. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I love getting my hood pass. That's what's up, man. <laughs> but like, you know, and it, I try to keep it more like holistic, you know, yeah. like because when I because I had lost a shitload of weight a few years ago, I dropped like 70 pounds over the course of a year. Wow. And so a lot of it was I changed my my whole kind of like my approach to my food. So instead of looking at the like nutrition facts all the time, I paid more attention to the ingredients. And yeah. so the less commas I saw, the better it probably was for me. And the more that and I also had a rule that if I can't pronounce it, I'll Google it. Like, and that's my thing is if I can't, if I don't know what it is, I have to Google it and know exactly what it is yeah. and stuff like that. Also, I really try to stay away from soy because not- it's especially for men. Soy yes. is terrible for any guys yes. listening like or like or females transitioning into males. Soy is terrible for your testosterone. Like hey, it's Jason, absolutely- you're still a bitch. And yeah. What's that? I had to get that off my chest. Jason, you're still a bitch. Jason's still yeah, a bitch. Old, old roommate. <laughs> oh, okay. Soy boy. <laughs> oh, see, see, I'm glad you use that term. I use it all the time. Yeah. And people call me a fucking a toxic male for using it. <laughs> and I'm just like, whatever. But being a guy is considered to be a toxic male these days. So I'm just like, yeah. fuck it. Whatever, dude. Just go ahead and question me on my values if you want to talk to me. Because I'm all for it, you know. Yeah. But it's it, 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 it sucks because, like, yeah, that guy, that fucking ratted on me. He's a little soy boy beta cuck. Fuck that motherfucker like (laughs) so irritating so (laughs) nfts crazy crazy rant but like i was saying it's like i become a lot more anarchistic in my political views and stuff so i'm really excited to see a lot more decentralized stuff and we're kind of putting the power back into our own hands yeah you know so so basically like from what i'm gathering an nft as a non-fungible token is like i I heard this also explained from gary v he explained it really really well to people do you like gary v i love love gary v dude i love that see him in march i think oh shit where's he gonna be at he has a convention i think it was colorado Ooh, that'd be fun i think it's like let's go dude that would be something fun bro let's do it hell yeah (laughs) hell yes that's amazing dude give me details on that because i might want to go to that too bro that would be a fucking blast but anyway he uh really explained it and i want to see if i'm getting it right so it's like whenever someone plays a video game and they buy like an attachment or a costume for it. That's yeah, basically a skin. An, that's basically an NFT. Yeah. It's a piece of digital property that you now own. Yep. And but the cool thing is that NFTs increase va- in value thousands. though. Like yeah. that's a great thing. And so how would an NFT increase in value? So let's say you make uh so so you release NFTs of your of people that you work with, right? Sure. Or or like, you know, community members and stuff like that. People that you want to make like you want to make an NFT after me, which is I want to. I would love to be an NFT. That would be sick. So how would one? How would an NFT actually increase in value? So you drop so, it for a certain price. How did it? How would it go from buying it for this amount to it being worth this amount now? Well, I think it's it's important to know, like when you go into making an NFT collection, how many they are, mm-hmm. and you know, like if I want to make an NFT of you, I'd like take a picture of you now, mm-hmm. and you know, the most popular i guess i should say collectible nfts right now like the board ape yacht club I'm yeah not sure if you're familiar oh yeah most popular nft you see out there if you see an ape with a colorful background maybe a gold chain <laughs> that's them mm-hmm. um, okay and you'll notice it's the same ape different clothes different background different accessories thousands upon thousands of times potentially for whatever collection you have okay so the most popular nfts are one single item with many different combinations okay. so what you get out of that is that people know they're going to get a one-of-a-kind item of this collection no one else is going to have it and it's going to increase in value because of rarity rarity and scarcity gotcha. we all know capitalism it... people love that mm-hmm. and these nfts also grow in value because say you know you bid on or i bid on an nft of you there's a thousand of them. It's a one of one. I get it really early when it first comes out. Maybe I spent $50 on it. 
Well, people keep buying them up. Suddenly there's only a few left out of that thousand in the collection. The value of the others keep going up because of the scarcity. Gotcha. You also get royalties every time you buy or or sell an NFT. Mm. So potentially you could sell that NFT again and for what you bought it for and get the royalties on that. Okay. And whatever they do with that forever on as well. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like a consistent commission that's kind of coming through on it. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. That's super dope. Has this been, has this been proven to be pretty profitable for you so far? It is. It has been. Um, (laughs) I've watched, you know, NFTs go for starting at basically $50, mm-hmm. be $1,000 a week later mm-hmm. with some of the projects I've, I've seen. Like, just little 12-year-old kids that made, I guess, like $9 million That's drawing crazy. different variations of this whale that she saw at a museum. I was mm. reading about this a few weeks ago. I have an NFT idea I want to talk to you about off off the podcast because yeah. I don't want to share it because I feel like it's something that would be really, really fucking dope. It's an idea that I had a while ago and it said, and I want to, now that the NFT realm has come up, I'm like, hmm, I could probably actually just combine these two ideas and then make it that. So we're going to talk about that after the show. Let's do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you're able to explain this to people because this is something that's like more people need to be acknowledged about. So we can start taking away this power from the government in the hands in the bank's hands and start doing our fucking self you know and that's what i'm all for like it started with the crypto being like okay well power in our hands let's Mm -hmm. make our own crypto let's feed our people let's get away from relying on this and that like my partner's family had a a credit repair business already i'm like oh let's combine these um well she does that with her family we got this and that so it's always been this whole idea of how can we self-managed yes yes self-sufficiency is all it's 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 everything and there was no real formal education any of us really got on finances all that and even the ones of what to do aren't necessarily correct like they Mm -hmm. won't tell you hey if you want to buy a car or buy this do it under an llc so it's separate credit ren's calling me Ah. (laughs) what's up buddy how's it going uh yeah yeah we've been recording Oh, you want me to put you on speaker? Put me on. All right, one second. And you're live. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? Uh, I'm good. You can't tell me fine. Yeah. Most definitely. Great fucking episode for sure. I'm excited for you to listen to this one. How you doing, inevitable? What? How you doing, inevitable? Oh yes. Yeah, that's what we do. We're high functioning jugglers. <laughs> if I don't have anxiety about <laughs> doing something, then I'm not really living. I guess. Amen. Amen. It, it's definitely a balance. If it doesn't make you want to collapse under pressure, then it's probably not worth doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, don't. Don't. Keep standing. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, no shit, right? For sure. I've been definitely getting a little bit of a momentum stall myself lately, but the gears are definitely turning again, my friend. We'll turn after today. If I have any part in that. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. And this has been a good episode, too. I needed a little podcast therapy. That's most definitely true. I appreciate right. it, and we love you too. Yes. All right, be be safe. Bye. All right. That was our buddy Ren that just called in. Go ahead and follow her at Go Ahead Red. My uh, My Dance Pulse Chakra Library. There's another one, isn't there? There's a dance one. 
My Dance Pulse. I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So My Dance Pulse uh, at Go Ahead Red and at Chakra Library because these motherfuckers are inevitable. The the people at Sammy V and Renee and apparently myself. Like, but you know, there's you guys definitely got a dope, dope energy. I'm glad to be surrounding myself with people who just like care about fucking just getting it. You know, like I can't. I, I always I have a saying that I say that stagnant water breeds moss, mm. and so I need to constantly be around moving water because and that that's how you stay fresh. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you keep pouring over those rocks. It yeah. just keep on flowing because if it sits there, I mean, literally some of the most damp, dank bacteria grows in still water. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's no. just it's gross. Always moving. Yes, yeah. exactly. Always, always moving. be moving, evolving. Even if it's not fast. Like that moving. Bruce Lee quote where he's talking about be like water. Where he said, "Have you ever heard that one? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. A famous, famous quote. For those that don't that have haven't heard it, you uncultured swine. <laughs> it says he says, you know, uh, he says, be like water. He says, you pour water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You pour water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. It's like water can move or it can crash. Be yeah. like water." You know, like that's fucking that's it. dope. That's yeah. super cool. And uh, my my homeboy AJ, I had him on the podcast, and he had a really great analogy. And he was talking about like um like think of yourself like a river, and like you know uh, as as the seasons change, sometimes the river gets dried up, but even down to its last drop, the water keeps moving, mm. even down to its very last drop. And then that way also you're prepared for the next time you run out of water so you can carve your path around these rocks and keep your water moving. Because also you know that eventually you're going to flood the fuck back up and you have no problem. Like you're going to be unstoppable. But then there's going to be points where that current's going to slow down to a bare fucking dripple going down. But it's still going to be moving down. He said that on the podcast one time. I'm like, God damn, bro. That's that's good. (laughs) Dropping game. That's P. That's Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That is P. That is P. (laughs) I love that shit, man. So, yeah, fucking the the NFT realm is going to be cool, man. The metaverse, I'm not going to lie. There's there's some aspects of it that kind of weird me out. Like it's going to be. It's going to be a really interesting transition to watch people get more and more and more and more into it, you know, and then feel even more like an outsider than I already am. I feel like there's there's good and bad that are going to come yes. out of technology. Yes, that always has, there always been, is, always will, always be. is, and that's always held people back. And I kind of look at this time we're in like. Do I really want to be three years late, like Instagram? For yeah, this? same here. And like, That's I, I feel like I got that hustler mindset. Like, I want to get in whatever game, and I want to see the rules, see what I can break. I really want to make a VR documentary Ooh. about everything I've been doing. I just reached out over Instagram today to see who might get in my ear. I reached out to Two B TV. That's cool, this bro. That's dope. Somebody nibbles. I fucking I've love your time. ambition, man. I love it. I love that you're reaching out to people and not giving a fuck. Like that's what people need to do, man. People put like people put people on a pedestal. And I'm learning that being doing this podcast, I'm learning that myself. Like there's some people that I thought like, oh god, I'm gonna have to do the podcast for a long time before they want to come on, and then they ended mm-hmm. up reaching out to me first. Yeah, like, and I was like, what the fuck? My you know? confidence level, I would say, after I started modeling and meeting people I thought were my heroes and things like that, was just like you realize there's such a facade we put on people. Yes, to limit ourselves. Yes, most definitely. And there was this quote by Brian Brown. I was I've been meditating on for the last month. She's talking about how there's a difference between belonging and fitting in. Mm. And I think that's something people struggle with and it changes our ambitions. It changes how we interact with people. Um, You know, you can join a sports team. It can be belonging. You can end up belonging to it, but most of the time people change their, how they talk, they, whatever to fit around the team. Yeah. Belonging is, is a true respect for yourself. Belonging says, Hey, this is me. This is how I walk, talk, breathe. You like it? Cool. Mm. You like it? You love it? If you don't, fuck off. Yeah. You know, mm. my aunt always said, you know, go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Ooh. And Shout out to your that aunt. Shit. That's amazing. She's the dopest. She's the dopest. <laughs> Auntie Margie, the dopest. Fucking Auntie Margie. That's amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shout out Auntie Margie. She got a book too. I love that. What's her book? Uh, Round Tortillas. Round Tortillas. Round Tortillas. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's plug that book. She's Round a, Tortillas. Hell yeah. Activist, uh, New Mexico and Oregon. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing, and I, I that it's really cool whenever you do meet like you know people so that are some of like your heroes and stuff like that. Like whenever uh, I was in Las Vegas, I got to meet um, a freaking well, it was like very briefly. We just kind of chat like chatted for a second, but I got to talk to a professional wrestler I grew up watching. 
Like, because I grew up watching WWF back in the day. I don't know if you uh, did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I got to meet Gangrel. Do you remember Gangrel, what? the vampire? Yeah. Dude, he happened to be wrestling at this event. And also, I met another wrestler that was there, and I was standing at the bar, and I was uh, like, it was at, at the event, and said at this convention they had a wrestling ring set up there, and I was standing at the bar, and I was chatting with this one guy, and he was supposed to come on the podcast, but we got exposed to COVID, and I wasn't able to go down there and do the show with him because we were going to go down to San Diego for a weekend, and then do the podcast with him, hang out, party, get some tacos, and then come back home. And so, we, but he wasn't able to, I wasn't able to get down there. But it sucks because like a month later, this guy ended up getting signing to the, to the WWE. WWE. Yeah, and now he is now his uh wrestling name is Idris Anofi. So check him out. He's on NXT right now and he's fucking killing it. And he's got he's got everything that a pro wrestler has. You you see him and you're like, wow, you are a pro wrestler. <laughs> like hundred percent. This dude's got a fucking stomach like a motherfucker. I'm like, dude, give me your ab workouts because it's crazy. It's crazy. Easily probably gonna have the biggest abs in WWE. Like hundred <laughs> percent. Like he's got a okay. crazy stomach. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. And as I'm changing my body right now, I've gained a lot of respect for people with significant muscle. Like and I'm like, that's that's what I want to be. <laughs> like that's that's not what I want to do. That's the transition I'm on. But when you get a meet like people that you grew up with and stuff, and especially when you're kind of entering the realm of this world like we are, it's like you start to see them more like colleagues than anything. Yes. You know, it's yes. like we're, we're kind of all doing the same fucking thing. That's probably been the coolest thing for me is just <laughs> to look at them as colleagues. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I've always been of the mind, you know, I don't want to be in the clicky spaces. I want to move and maneuver around all yeah. kinds of people. Like exactly. everything about me, I like to keep. You don't ever want to stay with a click. You no. know, I've never been that way. I was like that in high school. No. I was always the guy that was like saying what's up to every single I'm group with the of hippies, people. I'm with the kids with tails. Exactly. I'm with the, like you know, I would be with the emo kids. I would be <laughs> the with the Naruto jocks. Kid. I would be with the freaking. Yeah, I would be with the emo kids, the jocks, the juggalos, the stoners, the freaking musicians, the choir geeks, the thespians. Yeah. Like, you know, I would be with all of those groups of people. <laughs> like it was that's the way you need to be. Yeah. I had this <laughs> this redneckish kid tell me one time he's like, "You know, V, you're kind of like a hip neck." I'm like, "What do you mean by that?" He's like, "You kind of hippie, but you can also get down and work on cars and do all kinds of shit." He's like, "You're a hip neck." I'm like, "Okay." It's like I didn't realize that learning about cars thing, was a redneck but, uh, thing. I, <laughs> I thought it was a human with car I thing. Was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever, guy. Yeah, no shit, man. But that's like super important to be like, you know, very diversifying. And if you are, it makes it so whenever you are in these environments, it makes it so much more easier. Like, I mean, if you can only talk about one thing, that's your that's your net worth. Right. Exactly. It's like imagine if you only liked white rice and you didn't want to eat anything else or mac and cheese. That was your one thing. Mm. I mean, you see that video about a guy that ate nothing but mac and cheese. Yes, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you can't go talk to Anthony Bourdain, RIP, about food. You know, you can't sit mm-hmm. with him. You know, if you want to be around other people and get places you've never been, you got to do things you've never done. Exactly. And that was a lesson I had to learn last year. Mm, same I, here. You know, same here, actually. I, I slowed had a lo- down my pot smoking. I taught myself to program. I was like, if I want to be in places and open doors, I can't think I can have it. I got to step in shoes that yes. I haven't. Yes, most definitely. There's a really good saying, um, and I want to I want to sign off on this subject right now because this would be a great place to end it. But it was like uh, there's a really great saying that I heard, and I've lived my life by it ever since. And this is nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm-hmm. So if you're sick of where you are in life, you're only gonna be there if you keep doing the same thing. Like you keep doing the same thing, you're gonna have the same results. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just the way it works. And a lot of people don't realize that. They'll be like, what's going on? What am I doing? You have to just change your approach. You know, getting over something is like fighting on a battlefield. And if you keep going over this one ridge, you keep getting your soldiers killed. You yeah. keep losing guys, <laughs> keep losing guys. Eventually, you got to be like, okay, let's go around the mountain instead. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's let's yeah. go over here. We're going to cross through this riverside. And it's, it's so important to have those realizations and stuff. Yeah. I had a very similar year. It was a very big year of growth. Like, being able to go to the G4 Live event and the Bud Tender Awards. I went to the Las Vegas Cannabis Awards because the podcast got nominated. And this was just like, the podcast was like a year old. I know. I Googled like, you. I, yeah. I did my oh, yeah. Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I, I won't go talk to you if it's like Google them or find their Good LinkedIn. for you, bro. I think it's, it's a respect you. thing, you know. Well, and also you want to know, be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. You know, it's like you don't yeah. want to walk into a trap. So you want to know, like, you know, like, what is this show about? What are we going to talk about? Like, who is this guy and stuff? Thank you. I appreciate that, man. That's very respectful to me. (laughs) It's very respectful. And so it's like, you know, freaking, yeah, it's like nothing changes if nothing changes. And if you want to grow, 
realize there's going to be growing pains. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be easy. I'm at the point now, it's like, if I'm not feeling the pains, I'm not happy. Comfortability is the biggest enemy for Comfortability is, uh, like, like I said, stagnant water brings boss, man. Yeah. And it's like also taking me out of my own comfort zone has been what's really helping my mental health is because I've been physically challenging myself. I've been spiritually challenging myself and I've been mentally challenging myself. And so that's the holistic approach I'm trying to take. I'm not just trying to lose fat. I'm not just trying to gain muscle. I'm trying to change my mind, body and soul because that's going to be the holistic approach that'll be able to take our lives, my life, your life to the next level. Is then, being able to take that because that's how a fucking that's how like a samurai is, you know. They don't just fight with a fucking sword. They do poetry. They do meditation. They play fucking strategic games. They do art. Like there's yeah. a holistic approach to all you of that. Got to do the work to get to the passion. Yes. And if you can't fall in love with that, then it's not for you. And you got to keep it a passion when the passion feels like work. Yeah. That's yeah. another thing too is keeping that passion fire lit whenever it feels like it's really about to die down. Yeah. You know. Fucking A, dude. This was a great episode, yeah, man. I can't it. wait to do another one with dude, you. So let's let the people know where they can find you. And let's let, yeah, man, let, let the people know where they can find you at, bud. Uh, you can find me on my main page at Sammy V, V as in Victor, E-E, V-S World. That's Sammy V, V-S World. And you can find my NFT collections, um, collaborations, uh, community NFT page on Instagram at Block Bandits Club. Hell yeah. yeah. Sammy V from the 503 dropping plugs over here on the HSP. Hey, Dude, great, okay, <laughs> great okay. fucking meeting you, man. Good, <laughs> thank you so much. Man. And thank you, everybody, for tuning into the Hippie Speedball podcast. It is Joe, your host with the most Joe, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. Hey.